What's up, Boston baddies? Welcome back to another episode of Drinks After Work, aka Southeast Most Hated Podcast, with your host Shannon and Gail. Hello, Gail. How are we doing tonight? We're doing happy spring. Spring has sprung. It sure has. Today's the first day of spring. By the time you guys are listening to it, hopefully you see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yes. Which is spring. Yeah, that's true. It is. It is. It's a light at the end of the tunnel. We're recording this podcast a few days earlier than normal because mm-hmm. I have a flight tomorrow morning. Where are you going now, Shannon? I'm going to the Bahamas. I have a 5 a.m. flight. It's currently nighttime. I'm about to get three hours of sleep, but you're going to be proud of me. I started parking parking (laughs) yesterday. Are you done? No. That's okay. That's huge. Okay, this is huge. That you even started. You have to understand like the emotional, mental, spiritual, like whatever physical torment that I, it was, it took so much for me to do it. And it was Sunday and, and I you was weren't like, at the parade. So I you wasn't. had all the time in the world. To you pack. know, what's funny. My sister was going to the parade. She was like, do you want to just come and like, <laughs> just like, it'd be kind of funny for you to come and like, it would have been see what happens. Like just see where the day takes you. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I will just for the plot. You know what I mean? Like for just solely I would have respected plot. that. I was like, I might go to the parade and be like, oh my gosh, like so happy to be here at the parade. Like, <laughs> I act like I, nothing I, happened. I love coming every single year. Like love you so much, Salty. <laughs> But then I was like, no, you know what? It's funny and plotful as that would be. I know myself. I'm going to go to work Monday morning, work all day, record the podcast at night, not have packed anything, have a mental breakdown and cry to Michael. And I was like, I don't want to make him go through that again. So I sit there (laughs) on a Sunday. It's like my parents were where they left at noon. And from noon to six, I was alone for my own devices. And I was doing everything to procrastinate, like anything. Like I was recording TikToks, cleaning my apartment, like, Baking, like scrolling, like looking up like weird conspiracy theories, like baking, like anything you could do to put off packing. And then I look at the clock and it's like, you know, 3 p.m. And I was like, shit, like I have literally nothing else to do. And I locked myself in my apartment. I was like, you are not leaving this place until you start packing. But, you know, when you walk into your room and you're just filled with so much anxiety because there's like mountains of clothes everywhere and you don't know where to start. I was just like getting so anxious. I was just sitting. I sat on the floor for 10 minutes being like, how am I ever going to start? And then I realized I was like, you know what it is like your whole life, you're a procrastinator mm-hmm. and you think one day you're just going to snap out of it and you don't. And the hardest part is starting. It really is. And I'm like, oh my God, I, th- I really thought that as a 28, high school Shannon thought that as a 28 year old, I wouldn't be like this. Were and you was, like a homework on the bus kind of girl? I was. A, yes. I was a homework like five minutes before like the class started like cheating off the answers of someone else type girl. Love that. Nothing's changed. No, but like. It was, but then I was like, you know what it is? I'm telling myself I can't do it. So if I just tell myself I can do it, I'll be able to do it. And then I started and like Michael got home and he was like, I'm so proud of you. It's not, I'm proud of you. It's not fully done, but like. It's something. It's, it's it's something. It's progress. It's growth. It it sure is. She believed she could. So she did. I was telling Peter before you got here that there are more times than not that we are recording a night before you're leaving somewhere. Yeah. For somewhere. It's like definitely not like the best your air miles must must be i don't know how to access those is there do you know how to access yes i book flights for a living (laughs) can you help me i don't know what to do like michael is like you probably have a like whenever i book 
flights, I just book it with my credit card. And he's like, what about your points? And I'm like, I probably have so many points just sitting. Oh, I mean, like, you need to join, like, Delta Sky do, or American Air. Like, and, like, you accumulate. Yeah, but I don't know where to, like, get them. On your profile. What profile? Like, when you go, do you log into American to book your American flight? No. You sh- no, but, like, but like my um, my travel agent Different. at work just applies my frequent flyer whenever. That when, doesn't, no. What is? Oh, well, maybe. Frequent uh, flyer. Maybe. Well, just tell me what to do because I don't know how to do it. Are you, by the way, are you recovered? From what? From our episode on <laughs> on Friday night. Oh. You know. Yeah. So we went to Del Frisco's this past Friday night. I was super excited because I've never been. You've been, right? Yeah, I love Del Frisco. That was my first time. We the- were like, what can we do that is like not a classic... I don't even know how we ended up going to Del Frisco's. We were like, I think let's it was do a the classic St. Patty's Day out. But then all of a sudden we were like, no, let's do Italian. That'd be funny. And then we were like, just kidding. Let's do Del Frisco's. It just got progressively like douchier. <laughs> Anyways, we ended up word. at Del Frisco's. We had a lot of fun. I, I loved it there. I was definitely, I had, I was definitely a couple cocktails in and they wow. make their drinks strong. And if you don't know Gail, when she's drinking, <laughs> one of two things happens. Either she gets extremely destructive and she starts like slamming the silverware. All in good fun. In the plates, all in good fun. Like not in a angry way, but she starts like she playing lets, music. She lets her hair down. <laughs> she has fun. She starts taking like the forks and the knives and like turning them into percussion instruments <laughs> and like banging on people's plates. Like Mystery Man isn't the biggest fan of it. The rest of us are. <laughs> Or she cries, like, <laughs> and gets emotional. So we got a little bit of both, I think. Yeah, well, okay. So for those of you that don't know, I've been a vegetarian. I should say pescatarian because as of the past few years, I now eat salmon exclusively. And <laughs> since November 1st, 2011. So we're we're like over a decade deep at this point. Like we're coming up on 12 years. And we ordered... We ordered so much food. We ordered like five appetizers, five sides in addition it to was our like entrees. The type of, it was to the point where I was like, Michael, Michael and Mystery Man. They, they lash they out. They will just keep going. <laughs> I'm like, we don't need like an appetizer per person. Like we're going to eat, ste- well, you were going to eat salmon. But I was like, we're going to eat steaks. Like we're going to yeah. be good. And they're like, no, because you guys want like, you know, vegetables, sh- vegetables, God forbid. So we have to order like at least three different types of potatoes. I'm like, what are you, <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, but we we ordered the creamed spinach, 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 <laughs> and I was very hungry. Like I don't think I had eaten recently that day, and the food gets put down on our table. I take a helping of the creamed spinach. And you know, I, I when you like that. have like. Two or three, like you have like two cocktails and you're yeah. like at that level where you're like, I would do anything for some food right now. Yes, I just I just shoveled it down my throat and then moved on. And then I went back for seconds. I was like, let me get some more of that cream spinach. Pass that baby over. Because it was good. <laughs> it and was. then I don't know what hit me in that moment, but suddenly it occurred to me, oh fuck, there's meat in this. But it was weird because you looked over and by the way, like I knew that there was bacon in the cream spinach. And I Shout out Shannon. I, I was like just sabotaging you. No, but I didn't see you eating it like the whole time. Like, I didn't know. Because yeah. I, I shoveled it, it so fast. I remember seeing it on the menu and I was like, oh, there's bacon in this. And then when you were like, I want to get the asparagus, I was like, oh, probably because there's bacon in the cream spinach. Like in my head, I was like, oh, she no. knows it's in there. <laughs> so I didn't see you eating it. I didn't notice. And all of a sudden you look at me and you're like, is there meat in this? Like looking at the cream spinach. And at that point, I didn't know you were on your second helping already. (laughs) 
So I thought you just had like a bite and you were like, is there bacon in this? And I was like, yeah, like there is like not thinking anything of it. I was like, yeah, sorry. I didn't realize you <laughs> grabbed a helping. Like there's some bacon in it. And then mystery man and Michael proceed to like act like, you know, assholes. They're like, they're like, oh, there's baby, like there's baby cow in it. And then mystery man's like, oh, there's baby kitten in it. <laughs> like dying laughing. And you're like, no, 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 like really is there? And I'm like, I promise you there's bacon in it. And no one believed me. <laughs> so Michael calls over the waiter and is like, is there meat in the spinach? And the waiter goes, yeah, there's bacon in it. And Michael goes, good to know. <laughs> like wicked sketchy. All of a sudden, Gail starts bawling her eyes out. She's like, I haven't eaten a, a drop of meat in 10 years. Like, she's like, what? Like, I betrayed myself. I'm like, you had a bite. You're like, it's my second, <laughs> second helping. And you're like bawling at the dinner table. And the waiters uh... are like so concerned. They were like, what, I, what I, do we I do? accidentally made a scene. It was something. I was. A, I'm a quiet crier though. Like I wasn't like making a scene, but I was making a scene by having tears streaming down my face. Sometimes <laughs> I feel like it's one of those things where I'm like, do I? If I pay attention to it, it kind of makes it worse. So I'm yeah. like, but then do I do I ignore it? So there was like a point where I was kind of not ignoring you, but kind of ignoring the situation, and I was just like talking to everyone else. And I saw you in the corner of my eye crying, and I was like, well, I don't want her to think I don't care. <laughs> so then I started talking to you, and then you were like, I don't want to talk about it anymore, like crying. And I was like, shit, I don't know, I can't win in this. Situation. Like, I don't <laughs> well, know. Well, because Mr. Man was, you were on my right. Mr. Man was on my left. He was in my ear, like trying to console me, and I was like, honestly, just stop talking about it. Like, please, just stop talking about it. The more I think about it the more I'm gonna cry so let's just all move on and he wouldn't shut up and then and then you finally chimed in and I was like no leave me alone and then we moved on I had another drink and it, and it was, was all fine it worked out it all worked itself out but that that was a minus one point for Del Frisco's because come on why do you have to ruin a good thing why do you need to but put you, bacon in you, everything you yourself just said it was really good <laughs> maybe it's because of the bacon <laughs> Shit. You're like I've never had spinach this good. I'm like yeah, because usually it's just freaking. Spinach. What else was in it? Like what is creamed spinach? No, it was it's like creamy. probably cheesy, creamy. Highly recommend fire. for those of you that aren't vegetarians. Yeah, or if you're a vegetarian, you're looking to get back on the wagon. Then yeah, just also, break it with some cream spinach. I'm just happy you didn't get sick. I was like, she's gonna start throwing up, and I just yeah, I was like, I don't know if that's my my journey <laughs> tonight. <laughs> but no, it's okay. That was good. That was a fun night. We lived. We loved. We laughed. It was fun. Some of us cried. Some of us <laughs> cried. <laughs> um, I ended up going to skin laundry the next day because if. I can have my skin look like yours. I will do close to anything. No. Yes. Your skin looks good. It's called makeup. Oh, it looks good. Honestly, I love that place. I'm obsessed. You got a membership, right? I sure did. You did. Founding member, baby. It's like called the founder's membership. Because we're brand new clients. Yeah. It's for a brand new So biz. I guess because Skin Laundry like just opened in Boston, they're like doing this thing called like the founder's deal or like the founder's special or something like that. It's not going to be around forever. And by the way, this isn't like sponsored. They're it not, should be. They're not paying us. Why aren't they paying us? Great question. Honestly. Yeah. We need should to we just move on. <laughs> they're not paying us. It's not sponsored. Like swear. But um, they have this like deal going on right now where if you sign up, like, I don't know. I don't know when the cutoff will be, but it's like $250 a month for unlimited facials, which I understand sounds like a lot of money. It's a three-month commitment. It's a three-month commitment. It sounds like a lot of money, but just to break it down, <clears throat> unlimited facials. So it's unlimited access to their, like, um, 
their signature laser facial, which is really good for like hyperpigmentation, acne, acne scarring, um, like fine lines. And then their Fraxel or um, yeah, their thermal, thermal Fraxel, which is like very, very hard to find places that have those. Like Kim Kardashian uses that. It's really good for fine lines. Like it targets wrinkles and it's like, there is like a day or two of downtime for that one because it's a little more intense and you really should only get that one done like once every 28 days. But like usually if you get a Fraxel laser treatment, it could be like five to $600 like yeah. per session. So it looks intense. I was looking up skin laundry, like people that went to skin laundry in other cities and states and their face is like beet red. Yeah. Like it looks like It's like definitely intense. intense. So there is a little bit. So if you're going to get that done, like you'd probably want to do it and have like a day or two where you're not planning on wearing makeup, not planning yeah. on going to any events, but it's supposed to like resurface and like turn over the skin and make it look amazing. It basically causes like, Almost like trauma, like, yeah, like exfoliation to the skin and makes your skin cells turn over. But anyways, like if you're someone who's interested in stuff like that and like already spends money on like lasers and things, this actually is an amazing deal because of the fact that you can go unlimited and you can get like your your neck done, your chest done and your face done, um, which I feel like is huge. Isn't the other facial, like the other laser, you can do it every seven days. Yeah. So and then the, there's something else every 14. The classic, um, like the signature, you can and do every power seven, right? seven days. There, if you turn up the intensity of the signature, you can do every 14. And then the frac, so you can do one every once every 28 days. And there's an option where you can like combine them and do like, the signature with like a little bit of the frac like, treatment. Yeah, there's a bunch of options. There's honestly, they're so nice. It's really clean in there. Yeah, I love Very it. knowledgeable. They're so sweet. It's on Newbury Street. They're opening one up in Hingham. They're opening up one in like, I don't even know, maybe South End, somewhere else. Seaport. And then they're opening one up in Seaport in May, which I'm. Oh, in May, you found out? I think they said May, which I'm super excited about. So Let's highly go. recommend. Highly recommend. Not sponsored. We just spent like three minutes talking about. We need to start getting paid for this shit. I'm with you on that. I was on tiktok the other day and the swifties are flooding my for you page and i'm not i think i'm a swifty now you're a swifty she just started her eras tour and like i'm trying to like go should we go i'm not usually a concert gal but i'll go it looks i i understand it now like she puts on a show she is like the outfits the dancers the theatrics everything say what you about taylor swift but i have like to stay that relevant for so many years, I have respect for it. Like the Kardashians, Taylor Swift, like it doesn't matter. Like they're they're doing something because think about how many people fall off the wagon and they like put a few albums out when they're like teeny boppers. <laughs> teeny boppers. Um, Katy Perry, they were saying like there were dancers that danced for t- Taylor Swift before she stopped touring. Like, I guess this is her first time in five years, yeah, right? Something. So five plus years ago, there were dancers that danced for Taylor. She stopped touring. So her, some of her dancers moved on to Katy Perry because she was actively touring then, like five, whatever, five, four years ago. And now she's not touring anymore. So it's like, you should have just stuck with Taylor. Isn't that you what like been... the Bad Blood song was about? Oh, I have no idea. I'm not, I'm not like a diehard Swifty, so like I don't know. some weird beef like back in the day when we were in like college. I don't know, but... I do respect it and I feel like she does put on a show. And I feel like when you go to someone of that caliber, like when I went to the Ariana Grande concert, like it was just it's a show. It's an it's an event, an opportunity. Yeah. Like I would definitely go back. But like I'm not like a classic just go to a concert type person. I also do get anxiety in large social gatherings. I know. Like, and like I didn't even it didn't occur to me. Like she's selling out football stadiums. Yeah. Like that's insane. I don't know. I I think I would 
I don't know what I'd have to do to get tickets. Like a lot. I, no, I think I need to win like a radio show. Isn't Drake coming to the Oh, the I garden? heard something about tickets. What? No, I just heard that there's drama around I think, tickets. I think like tickets went on sale on Friday or like pre-sale or I don't know. A bunch of people I work with are going and I was like, I don't know if I can see myself going to a Drake concert. I wouldn't I don't go know if I'm like, unless he promised to do an eras, like do yeah, the old shit. Like I would, would I go and see headlines? Oh, I would yeah. do anything to see headlines, like to see him perform that song. I, I may be too shy, out on a couple of minutes over the song. So good. It's I know. so good. But yeah, just for this album, probably not. Sorry. Mm. That's okay. How How was your weekend though? It was great. It was amazing. We had a surprise birthday party for um, Michael's dad. So that was really fun. Um, we love surprise birthday. We are a friend group of surprise birthday parties. We love surprise birthday parties. I and Michael like, has his birthday coming up. I know. And we're going away. We got to start planning. I know. That. We have to. Um, Bryce Hall was in Boston this weekend. Missed that. Too bad. Ugh. Ugh he hit me up, it. but I was busy. I know. He was like, why don't you guys come? Come <laughs> to through to Icon. Icon. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> and we were like, nah, like next time, Bryce. Yeah, I don't know. I need to know how much money they paid him to guest host at Icon. Yeah, me like, too. Who is still going? You know what it is, though? I feel like Icon and Venue are the clubs. And I don't want to shit on any clubs. I respect the hustle. We're big fun. night clubs are bust. Yeah, no, I agree with that. We're loyal, <laughs> to, we're loyal to our people. But the thing is, like, when you're, you know, 20, 21 years old, like, going to Icon Venue, like, I think it can be fun. Yeah. So I get it. And, like, he's trying to appeal to, like, the TikTokers. I can kind of see the vibe there. But um, he did, like, a funny ad for a place in the North End. Oh, did you see that with, um, it was Strega North End? Yeah. I mean, that, it was the most awkward video I've ever seen. It's like, put some heart into it. If you, you know guys I mean? want to look at, look it up, the TikTok user is only Boston. It's probably going to be the one with the most amount of views, but he just, I, I need to know how much he was also paid for that because he was not just given that TikTok out for free. No, he's definitely paid, but then it's like, if you're going to be paid for something, have some do it with your heart and soul yeah and i think people this is my issue with celebrities well i have a lot of issues with celebrities cool clearly which is why we have this podcast but (laughs) i think that i don't like when people get too big and then they like do something and they half-ass it i have so much respect for people who even when they like quote unquote make it it's like they're putting so much effort into even their targeted ads like you can tell they're like truly like planning it out and like putting effort in yeah. And maybe, maybe out of the goodness of his heart, he just loves this restaurant, but it, it did feel like an ad. But he was just like, when I'm in Boston, I only go here. And that was literally <laughs> all he said. I was like, all right, sick. I'd be yeah. pissed if I was a restaurant. It owner. was like six seconds long, but whatever. I guess he was in like a Southie house party. So I'm curious to know what I wish I was a fly on a wall. I know. Ugh. I would have loved that. But that's like the time that I went to Loud Luxury a few years ago and... I went for my birthday. It was at the Grand. Um, and then we went to like the pool house in Southie after, which has since been torn down. Thank God, honestly, it had to go. But Loud Luxury came to the after party that we were at and they brought like all their DJ equipment. I remember like being in the living room with all my girlfriends and Loud Luxury just like walks in with like their security guards. They like set up their DJ equipment. Wait, what? And we were like, 
having so much fun and they just played body like i swear maybe 15 times but everyone was like that's you know, the only song you it need. was after the club so it's probably like three in the morning but every time i came on everyone was like oh this is freaking bop <laughs> we were like body I'm like, that was Aww. a good era anyways <laughs> anyways i was trying to find drunk deets and i was like what the fuck is going on everyone is so boring lately like where are the kardashians i need some they're being like quiet you feel like something's coming i agree but then as i'm literally thinking that i see an article pop up about amanda Bynes. it's not great so amanda Bynes, if you guys know the amanda show when you were young or she's the man Anything that you watch when you're old, like younger, Sydney she was White. in. Yeah, amazing. Like, so good. I love that movie. I think about that movie every day. Big Amanda Bynes fan, but Homegirl is struggling. So she was placed on a psychiatric hold early Sunday after being found roaming the streets of L.A. naked. Oh. So it's been known that she struggles with bipolar disorder, but I guess this past weekend she flagged down a car without any clothes on and told the driver that she was coming down from a psychiatric episode she then called 911 on herself and was taken to a nearby police station where a mental health expert determined she needed to be placed on a 5150 hold and i guess usually with a 5150 hold that typically can last anywhere from 48 to 72 hours but can be extended based on a patient's need but really sad to see i just hate it when child stars like go down a dark road i know it's really sad it's so sad it's so she was found wandering naked someone picks her up tries to help and then she called 911 on herself saying that she was like suffering from like a yeah like she just came down just came down from a psychotic break that is honestly like i don't know the details so i'm i might be speaking slightly at a turn but like Kind of respect her knowing that she needed to get like help. Like needed help, yeah. Yeah, which again, I, don't, I wasn't there. I don't know. Maybe I only know like part of the story, but part of me is like that I kind of respect the fact that she knew. It is sad though. It's sad to think about what happens to all of the, the child stars. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because like when you go back and watch them, you really just like, you don't know what's gonna happen. Like um, Josh Peck and Drake Bell, like, you know, like Drake yes. and Josh. Oh, oh yeah. I it's love so them. interesting how like well, I love Josh Peck, I should say. Yes. I don't care for Drake but Bell. But it's crazy because when we remember when we first started watching the show and like Drake Bell was like the heartthrob, mm-hmm. every girl was obsessed with him, and he was like just the guy. He was supposed to be like the hot one on the show, and like Josh was supposed to be like a little bigger and like funny, and he ends up like losing the weight, but like he's still supposed to be like the goofier one, and Drake's supposed to be like the cool one. But it's interesting because in real life, you see the way that they like monetize their careers differently. And um, Josh Peck ends up getting into like being a YouTuber and mm-hmm. like starts making it in like social he media. Has a, podcast now. has a podcast and has like all this, you know, people love him and he's like fun and relatable. And Drake Whereas fell off. Drake fell off, but he also just got like extremely sketchy. There's like weird allegations against him of like potential abuse, potential relationship with like a 15 or a 16 year old girl Mm -hmm. like something sketchy as hell pretty sure he ended up moving to like south america and like changed his name and like started putting out like music like in a different language i don't know maybe like spanish music i can't remember but he like had all these issues and kept trying to like make it and like it wasn't working out and then he kept being sketchy and like there's all these like there's like a rap sheet of allegations he started trying to like start beef with justin bieber 
multiple oh, good, times. Good luck with that. Like when Justin was like at the height of his career, or when Justin first became at the height of his career when he was like younger, um, Drake Bell kept trying to like come at him and like start fights with him on Twitter and shit. Just I miss that. Damn. It's just interesting though because you look at it and twelve year old Shannon never would have known that that would have happened. That someone but, you looked up to back then would end up being a piece the, of shit. Especially later. like the dynamic of like Josh being like the, the quirky one and jo- Drake being like the heartthrob. It's like now it's kind of the opposite and it's just, it is sad, but I also do think it's like a testament to as much as I feel so bad for child stars. Cause I think they go through a lot. They have to grow up way too fast. They have to make important business decisions. They get used for their money. They probably do things that they didn't fully consent to. And it breaks my heart. But I also do think that it always goes back to like, you have a choice in your life of like what you're going to do. Like if you're going to learn from the things you went through and like how you're going right. to respond to it. And like, you have the opportunity to like make yourself into the, a, you know, a person that's going to survive that. And like, continue to stay relevant and do things the right way or you can go down like a kind of a darker path i know i feel like people forget though that britney isn't the only one that was in a conservatorship amanda was for eight years and she she just got like released from that maybe a year ago okay so she's been on her own for a year and i know that she struggles with like substance abuse issues so right i feel like I feel like there needs to be like help for people that are in those situations because I feel like they just like let them out into the wild and then, or I shouldn't say wild, civilization. And then it's like, okay, now deal with all your trauma and problems. Like, yeah. And just, is she in therapy? Like any help. I know. Sometimes I wonder like what actually does happen to child stars. Like I, has anyone fully come out and like talked about, I I know know Brittany has, but like, have we heard fully from, um, you know, Selena Gomez, Ariana Grande, Justin Bieber, like, have we heard truly like everything that they went through? Cause I'm sure it's just like crazy. Um, do you know, Jen, Jeanette McCurdy? Yeah. Yeah. She, um, came out, came out with that from book. Carly. Yeah. Did yeah. you hear about her book that she came out? It was like, oh, um, I'm glad Happy her mom, mom died. died. Yeah. I, I listened to like a podcast. I listened to this like book podcast where it's like, they do like spark notes versions of it so like you listen to it for an hour oh and you basically know what like all the good parts of the book and i listened to the episode about her book so like i'm not a reader i'm not gonna read it (laughs) um but honestly the podcast made me want to which is good on them um it's working called i don't know come on i know i know um i'll look for it but they said that um she basically just like in full detail like said everything that she went through like with her mom and like on set and stuff um i think she was a little vague from what i gathered just because what is that guy's name he literally produced like all the nickelodeon and like i think some of the disney shows he's like a really scumbag i'm pretty sure he's like been prosecuted for some things i don't know but like she aired it all out as much as she i think legally could legally could because i'm sure they have to sign a bunch of shit too yeah so you got to look for the books the child okay. stars with books are the ones that are probably going to be willing to spill the tea. No, that makes complete sense. We also have like a slight update. I'm not like a super drunk tea, but from our girl. It's not super drunk. It's just like It's just wet. like, it's, a, <laughs> it's buzzed. It's buzzed. Um, so Gwen, our girl Gwen. I don't know why I keep calling her Gwen and not Gwyneth. Gwyneth. Do you think her friends call her Gwyneth? No. There's no way. Gwyneth Paltrow. We, she's a first name, last name girl. But like if you're friends with Gwyneth, you're not like, hey, Gwyneth. You're I think they Gwen. call her Gwen. It has to be Gwen. JP. GP. Anyways, 
Um, she's like slightly backtracking her wellness routine. I know we talked about that last week. Yeah. Um, a lot of people kind of came down on her for, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, which like you should, honestly, guys, it was like, it was great. Um, but she was on a podcast talking about her like wellness routine, which is kind of like anorexia adjacent, I would say. Um, and she was kind of under fire for looking like a little sick and not well and kind of maybe spreading some information that isn't super healthy. Yeah. And so she addressed it on her Instagram story recently. And I also found out the name of the podcast. It's Art of Being Well, which is interesting because I don't think she's fully well. Um, Are are any of us fully well? No, that's that's very true. (laughs) And the doctor that she was doing the podcast with is actually her doctor. So she works. So his name is Dr. Cole. I don't know his first name. Um, But that is her doctor that she's been working with for the past two years. And ever since she got COVID, she's been dealing with like chronic problems and long COVID, which is super unfortunate. And she's been struggling with very high levels of inflammation. So what? Okay. So people talk about inflammation all the time. Like what actually is, I feel like people are constantly like, Oh, inflammation. Like what is inflammation? I think it's just fluid. Maybe like, uh, I don't really know. I don't know. We all have it though. That's why ibuprofen I think was created to like get rid of inflammation. Okay. Um, not a doctor, not medical advice. (laughs) (laughs) Let me just preface that. But, um, so she's been working and this is why last week, why I said like, you shouldn't judge what people eat because you don't know what they're dealing with. Not eating disorder way, but like, health wise like there's a reason why she is um doing what she's eating the way that she does and i was actually listening to do you know who um jay shetty is why do i feel like i do but because you definitely do he's like mega famous he has a podcast called on purpose and he had (laughs) which is so ironic he had her doctor on and i'm not done listening to it but basically he had an episode with um her doctor, come on, and it's called Why Gut Health is Impacting Your Brain Health and How to Stop Inflammation in Your Body. And he was explaining how like food, every single piece of food is either going to fight inflammation or feed, uh, or inflammation. feed inflammation. And so what you eat is going to either make your inflammation worse or better. And so that's kind of where she's been coming from. She said that she eats more than just bone broth and vegetables, but like that's... I mean, then you should have you should have started with that. Like, you shouldn't have made it seem like you actually eat bone broth, coffee, and vegetables for dinner. Like, I think that the way she made herself look is why people are reacting the way that she did. And now she's kind of backtracking to I feel like make herself look a little bit better. But she said right. that she does have full meals, and she said she has a lot of days where she eats whatever she wants, including French fries. Which I thought it was weird that she like thought to specifically mention french fries it's just like what we were saying last week though like the relatability like you always see the instagram influencers and they're always like eating or like pretending to eat a bunch of french fries and it's like well are you because in her mind she's probably like oh french fries are bad so she's like wants to put that out there that it's french fries right so people who actually eat french fries probably don't mention that they eat french fries because to them it's so normal to eat french fries yeah and if you eat fucking french fries who cares Eat a sweet potato fry. It's at least a little bit better for you. I love making homemade sweet potato fries. But whatever. She said she just really tries to eat foods that calm the system down. Okay. Which, if you, it makes a lot of sense. Like, 
okay, she's dealing with high inflammation. She wants to eat foods that are only going to nourish her body. The whole long COVID thing, though, like does kind of interest me mm-hmm. because I think that, okay, I've been thinking this for a really long time. I don't really necessarily know what it is. It's been almost three years since I've had COVID, like almost three. But You I only got it once? Yeah. Isn't that weird? I only got it twice. Knock on freaking wood. Um, I got it once and then I got tested like a year ago and supposedly I had like a ton of antibodies still and like was kind of like immune to it, which is also weird Like because I know people who got it and then got it like a month later and I don't know. But regardless, I do feel like after I got COVID, you have like the short term, like, you know, like the taste loss and all that shit, mm-hmm. but and the brain fog, which stays for a while. But like, I can literally like pinpoint like, moments a few years ago where I swear like my body just started behaving differently than it ever has my whole life. And you know me, like I'm very like in tune with myself. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I've never, I'm not on medication. Like I'm on birth control. I'm not on like anything like hormone related. Like I never have been. So I'm like pretty in tune with my body. And I do actually think that there's things about my body and I can't really even pinpoint what it is. She's that never been different. right. Like certain foods I used to people eat my whole life. And now it's like, if I eat it, like I just feel so uncomfortable. I'm like, my stomach hurts. I notice like differences in like even my hair to an extent, like my skin, just like weird things that are still around today. And there's moments where I'm like, what is going on with me? Because I've always been one of those people, like very, very into myself, always body, always reacted to things the same way for the first 25, 26 years of my life. And then all of a sudden it was like something changed. So I'm like very curious to know, like, as more like research comes out about long COVID, how it affects people and like how it affects people differently. So why it affects people differently. Again, not a medical professional, but, and I am a conspiracy, conspiracy, what is it? Conspiracy theorist. Yes. I'm one of those people. (laughs) I'm one of those. I'm one of those. I'm a little off my rocker at times. Um, But they, there's, there's a group of people out there that think that, um, this isn't even conspiracy theory. This is just what they think. But they think that uh, COVID attacks, like people have different responses to COVID because the COVID strain attacks inflammation in the body based on like where you have inflammation. So if you're someone that has inflammation, like in your head, like if you get a lot of headaches, like it's gonna, like you might have more head symptoms than someone like, you know how some people had like full body like pain? Yeah. And like, like, I don't know if you had it, but like my legs hurt so bad. Did you have that? No. Exactly. So it's like COVID affected everyone differently. But like I couldn't even describe the amount of leg pain I was in when I had COVID. It was the most bizarre thing ever. But it's because they think that COVID just attacks inflammation in your body. Interesting. And like you're not- places that were like problem areas before like got worse- Yes. It's it's just so weird. It's also weird because like there's people who like gained weight from long COVID. There's people who lost weight from long COVID. Like their body like completely changed. It's so bizarre. And I feel like in a few years, we're going to have like so much more science and like information to back like what happened and like maybe what to do about it. But it is like very peculiar because there's so much stuff coming out now that it's been a few years where people are like, oh yeah, like this is how it affected me long term. And I just think that's crazy to think about. Well, I just think that it's interesting that like, and this is where the conspiracies come in, that COVID may or may not attack the inflammation in your body. And before the pandemic, gut health was not a thing. It was not on anyone's radar. And now it's all anyone can talk about. It's literally like gut health, gut health, gut health. That's a good point. Like when, and I feel like for a while, I was like, am I just chalking this up to 
you know, entering my, you know, mid twenties and I never talked about gut health when I was in college or my first year, few years out of school. Cause I was so young and like never dealt with any issues because why would you? And I used to just like live off candy and like, you know, drinks at the bar and I was fine. But like now if I ate like that, I would just feel horrible all the time. But I was like, oh, you know what it is? I was so young before. And now that I'm like in my like mid to late twenties, life kind of catches up with you and that's just how it is. But to your point, like I see girls on TikTok who are in college, who are like young, talking about gut health all the time too. And talking about like, oh my gosh, I have to have a bloom every morning because I'm bloated. And I'm like, I never felt like I dealt with that in college. I really don't. So you're right. Yeah. Like, I think this is, part of me is like, is it that we're getting older or is it that like, this no. is just becoming a thing and maybe it's like, I don't know, maybe it's slightly because of COVID. That's, that's what I issues. personally believe. I think that COVID and gut health and inflammation go hand in hand. Um, I'm going to do research. I'm just going to leave it like at that. Rabbit hole. If you guys want my personal thoughts and opinions on it, you can DM me, but I'm just going to leave it at that. I was like talking to my friends um, the other day in a group chat and I was like, we were, someone was talking about like stupid conspiracy theories. I don't know why, but we were like, we should have a girls night where each of us like brings a conspiracy <laughs> theory to the table. Wait, and, like, I love that. And like presents. Like, can I come? Yes. But, but we each get assigned one. You know what I mean? Like oh. one person and it, and it could be something crazy. Like one person could have like the moon landing wasn't real. And then like the next person could have. Like, <laughs> and you have to like back up your and you conspiracy. Have to, like, you have to come with like your case and like present it and like make a compelling argument. And then like everyone else will vote on like whether or not they agree with you. That's, wow. that's like a fun idea, right? It's like, I feel like someone I, should get a prize. There should be a prize for like the, the best, most amount of votes. The most amount of votes. Yeah. We're going we're gonna, to like PowerPoint it up. I don't know. Wait, are we getting Maybe. old? Because that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, why does that <laughs> sound like the perfect night? Um, okay, we're gonna take a, a swift pivot. I was swift. swift. I was on TikTok yesterday when I was procrastinating packing, and I saw something, and I feel like we haven't talked about this in so long, so I figured it was worth bringing up. Um, this girl basically was posting one of those videos where she basically was like, you know, she was like, when I when I start to catch feelings, and then I look at his following list. And it was basically Ooh. her being like, you will never hear from me again. And it was one of those like stupid meme things. She Whatever. doesn't mean that. I know. It's like, <laughs> really, it's like really girl. Cause it, once you've caught the feelings, you're, you're done. You're like, the for the key is getting out before you catch the feelings. Cause most girls, I'm sorry. Like you're, you get the, you catch the feelings. You're screwed. Like, what are you going to do <laughs> next? You're going to think about the guy, but anyways, maybe that's just me. Um, I think she basically was saying you start talking to a guy, you like him, but then you look at his like list of following and it's all girls that he's following or majority girls he's following and like a bunch of girls that post like half naked pictures, etc. Okay, so Ick. I was going to ask you, what would you do? Like you start talking to a guy and because I feel like the comments on her video were very conflicting. Like some girls were like, who cares who he was following before he met you, etc." But Other girls were like, no, like it speaks to his character because like most guys aren't just following a bunch of girls on Instagram. So like, what would you do if you like saw he was following like every like OnlyFans girl, like model, like, and then just random, like, you know, hoes from college, <laughs> a mixture. I feel like there's two types of guys. There's guys that do that and guys that don't. And True. the ones that do, mm, it's, it's an ick. Yeah. I, I personally don't have experience with that. Like, I don't think I've, dated anyone that ever was like that so yeah but I could see why people would think that that's a red flag I think it would be a huge red flag to me and I'm definitely the type of girl that would like check that can you still see 
like when someone followed someone like in chronological order yeah i don't think so dang because i was gonna say that's what would kind of get to me i feel like if i started talking with a guy and he was dating he was like following a bunch of girls it depends on the girls like if it's okay like people from his hometown and colleagues and people from college i wouldn't care because i'd be like all right obviously you just follow people but if it was a lot of like bikini models and shit i'd probably be like you're a creep but there was, what would bother me is if as I was talking to him, he just kept following more, more girls. I was I was attending TikTok University, you know, where everything's factual and true and accurate. And there was this one girl <laughs> that said um, that there's like a study done where that girls that follow like attractive male models or whatever on their Instagram can look at photos of men, like attractive men and feel nothing and feel just the same amount of attracted to their partner. But guys that guys in relationships that follow that still follow Instagram models or whatever, and are looking at like these beautiful women all the time will not see their partner the same way. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. And it's like science. Okay. So does that make sense? Just so I understand. Let's say I'm following a guy, like I'm in a relationship. I'm following a bunch of, like Shannon Tatum's of the world on Instagram. Yes. And they're posting like shirtless. They're straps. First off, I'd hate that. I know. Let's say I didn't. Let's say I was fine with it. And they're posting thirst traps, which yes. is just so cringy. I, I know. I, have the <laughs> ick. I literally currently have the ick. Um, but anyways, let's say I found them attractive. You're basically saying that I can see them acknowledge that they're attractive, but like feel like not feel anything towards them and like still look at my partners being attractive. Or like, yes, like you, like you don't see your partner any less. Even if like, are you saying that I'm attracted to the guy that I'm following or not attracted? Or, like, like not attracted, like, oh my God, I want to date you. But like, that's an attractive man. Like if he was in the room, would like stuff like yeah, that. Like, but it's not like you then turn to your boyfriend and you're not like, oh, like that makes him less attractive. Correct. So you're like, I see him the same way. But for Correct. a guy, if he's constantly looking at like, Girls that have like perfect bodies and fake boobs and all this stuff. And then. And his girlfriend doesn't have a perfect body. He's like, why doesn't my girlfriend have a perfect body like, like these models? Chemically, like he's going to see his girlfriend as not being of the same caliber. Yeah. That is interesting. I know. It and really shook me to my wait, core. Who's, is this like, do you think it was actually true? I don't know. I, I feel think like my TikTok toxic trick is, is when people <laughs> say things like it's scientifically proven on TikTok. <laughs> I never fact check. I'm like, oh, they said it's scientifically proven. So it it's has, factual. It has to be science. It has to be science. I could definitely find it again. And this is interesting you, to but me, but it just goes back to the whole idea of like, I remember in high school, it's just stupid petty thing, but my boyfriend would randomly like girls photos and it wasn't even like, a, like inappropriate liking actually, you know what? A few times <laughs> it was some bikini pics. So I stand by what I said, but even like girls photos he'd like, and I would get so mad because I was like, first off, I was like, this same is embarrassing. Second, I was like, if you're going on there and like, you know, looking at another girl's picture enough to the point where you're like, I'm going to double tap it. Like, are you interested in her? Exactly. And That's where the like, no, you just like, comes. you sometimes you just like photos. Like who cares? But I don't know. I was like, I don't know if I agree with that. Cause I don't think I like guys photos ever. Like I never, no, I don't. Unless it's like a mystery man's photos or like our friend with, group with you or like a guy, like one of like Michael's guy friends, like to show support, like I'll throw right. them a like. But other than that, I'm like, I'm not just, Liking like even my male coworkers, I don't think I go on and like their photos, even if it's just a photo of them like with like a ski helmet on. I Do you think there's a like double it. standard though of like girls in relationships being able to like shirtless guys photos and then guys in relationships 
liking girls in bikinis. Interesting. Yeah. Like, like they're both in a relationship. Right. Like let's say like you are liking guys' photos and Michael's guys, liking girls' like photos. Is that like okay? Michael's friends. Like I'm thinking of like we were, we were at Miami last I don't week know, and both. I took a picture of Will and he didn't have a shirt on. He looked good. And I like took a picture and I was like, oh my gosh, Will, you have to put this on your Instagram. He was like, yeah, definitely, blah, blah, blah. And then I liked the photo to like show support. But now I'm thinking about it and I'm like, if Michael liked a photo like of, I don't even know, like you in a yeah. bikini, like what? I don't Is think, that a double no, standard? I don't think I would get mad, but because it's like, because because it's me. It's but it, what, what if it was like a mutual friend? Okay. What if it was or a girl? A home, or someone from his hometown? Right. Well, I would get mad about that. But if it was a girl that like maybe a friend I have that's not as like you're like Michael's sister, but if it was a friend, I had that wasn't as close with him. I think I might get annoyed. I'd be like, why yeah. are you liking my friend's bikini picture? Like, that'd be weird. Okay. I, I agree with that. I do. But I also like... It really like, depends on how far removed. It depends on how far removed. Yeah. But I also wouldn't like one of his like hometown guy friends topless pick either. Like, I, that'd But be what weird. if it was like a 4th of July? It was like, not just like the one guy. It was like five dudes like I think on it, the cape, maybe shirtless. Maybe back to what you just said about... Like women, I feel like genuinely can like a guy's picture and not and feel nothing and not be like, wow, he looks so hot. It's just like, oh, okay. Like there's someone that I'm friends with. I'm going to like the photo. Whereas right. I think a guy is saying that he thinks it's hot or do yeah. I just think that because I'm a girl? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Peter, Peter, what do you think? Please chime in. I think this is all crazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But do you like every photo you see on your Instagram story? Or not, sorry, I'm sorry, feed? Um, definitely a big majority. And it's, and, but like, is a lot of it you're showing support? Like you're friends with a girl, she posts a picture, you feel like you're liking her photo to be like, oh, I'm friends with her, I'm gonna throw her the like. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's, I think that's how The it other works. thing is, is like, we need people like that. Like, I don't know how many likes I get on my Instagram <laughs> photos if I didn't have people that were like, I'm gonna show some support, but it is interesting. But I just wonder how many couples have gotten in arguments over like, my photo, your photo, yeah, any of our photos, anyone's photo, it's which, slip, which it, is not warranted. It's a I don't slope. want your boyfriend. If you're a guy in a relationship, <laughs> you should not be liking your girl's bikini pictures. Like, period. You shouldn't do it. Like, unless it's maybe, maybe, maybe like your absolute like you type person. Like, I don't think I'd get mad if Michael threw you the like on a bikini pic. I'd be like, <laughs> all right, support. Like, I respect that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's like yeah. an exception to the rule. I think for the most part, it's not cool. When in doubt, don't do it. I think that's the other I thing. Know. Like in your head, it's like, is liking this girl's pick so important to you that you're, it's worth like the next 12 hours of turmoil. But do you want to know why I would like second, like when I remember in my past relationship, when I would get in these arguments, I would literally second guess myself and be like, am I crazy? Cause why don't they see anything wrong with it? Like why am like, I Is it really as innocent as they're making it seem or like, are they just stupid? But if it really wasn't a big deal to them, why would they keep, keep doing, doing it? it? That's the thing. Like part of me is like, it's about Just like stop. not being able to give it up. And part of me is like, all right, then the fact that you don't want to give up being able to do this makes me feel like there's a reason why you're doing it. Right. You know what I so mean? So it's not as innocent. But and like they try to gaslight us. And they try to gaslight you and they're like, why are you so crazy? <laughs> like, <laughs> you, Peter's face. Peter. Peter's like, you guys are crazy. Peter, well, I mean, we for are. me, it's like, I don't follow... I mean, this is probably only a special case for me, but I don't really follow like models. Yeah. But even like, like girls people, that you the know. girls that I follow on Instagram are people that I know. Yeah, so that's a I good point. So I feel like they're in relationships themselves. Clearly, I'm just liking your picture because it's a good picture of you. I'm not like <laughs> trying to like <laughs> no, of course. signify to you that I'm... I agree. That's a good you know point. I, mean? I think that... But when it's my boyfriend, it's different. <laughs> yeah. But also, Peter, like you can like... Yeah. It's tough. 
most of the time I feel like someone like you, you're not like trying to like troll around and be sketchy and because you're nice yeah. and you're a good guy. It's a good picture. I'll throw it a like, I respect that. That we but know you're also, you just said you're not following all like the <laughs> models and the influencers and like the aspects and everything like that. Like, I think that's important to note. Also, it matters. Like if you're going back and you are liking a girl's photo from like a year ago, Ugh. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. A guy in a relationship flirting. or yes. a single. Yes. Or it doesn't matter if you, any guy, if someone likes a girl's photo from like a year ago, that he's means going you're caught back, creeping. He, he, no, he's trying to like signal to her that he's interested. Ew, like that's a guy? what that means. That's always mm -hmm. what it means. And I, I literally know that because yeah. there are people in my life that I know that have literally done that to signal to a girl that they're interested because they're like, okay, her most recent photo, like she's getting a ton of likes on it. Like she expects that. But if you randomly like get a notification that's like, oh, so-and-so liked your post from two years ago, like you're gonna, you're gonna be like, wait, why'd they do that? And then you're supposed to what? Damn and be like, why did you do that? No. I feel like it's just their Horrible way of game. signaling to you that they're interested. And I don't know what it is. I don't know what the move is after that, <laughs> but like that is, that's intentional. So watch out for that. Also just ics in general, I feel like, now that's not now that it's spring cuffing season's over out with the old in with the new we're getting out of relationships we're going on dates with new people well you and i are personally not doing that <laughs> we meaning everyone but us. everyone but us is doing that what are some like ick slash red flags that the girls can look out for when they're going on dates like first dates just getting to know a guy i'm not talking about like months oh, into a relationship first dates like the first few okay. encounters, you know what I mean? Like he orders where, cheese on his burger. I'm just kidding. He orders cheese on his burger. <laughs> and he asks no, he doesn't, he, doesn't, he doesn't order cheese on his burger. True. <laughs> um, first date red flag. Or like first date. He doesn't, dates. oh, I was going to say he doesn't hold the door for you. Yeah, that's a red flag. Or he's mean to the waiter. I agree. I think how they treat um, wait staff is how they will treat you. I agree. I know. I feel like, yeah, so obviously politeness just if you're at a restaurant yeah what about in general though like just it could be at the restaurant it could be just like you start talking to a guy like red flags oh okay um he can't get over his high school career like his his business his sports career yeah like he's like living in the past like he he peaked in high school and he can't get over yes. it yes okay i think that if you are talking to a guy and again it's new right like this isn't like your boyfriend of six months who's talking about his high school career because eventually they all talk about it and like it's just part of life I guess but <laughs> um <laughs> coming maybe, from a girl who's like just never been on a date maybe one in my life okay no I was saying like every, most guys like in a relationship yeah. will eventually talk about their sure, high school career sure. and that's what whatever but yes I think if he talks about his high school sports career on dates like Anything before like the fifth date, like that's a red flag. If you're on a date, the first date with someone, he is talking about like his high school football career and like how he did in the game and like that they beat the you know other team in state championships. You need to run for the hills because you are on a date with someone that is living in the past and he will never get over it. I know. And you'll never hear the end of it. And then no. you'll be like enjoying like a nice home cooked meal. And then he'll like throw up YouTube on the TV and pull up his no, I felt targeted. <laughs> I'm kidding. No. Um, I'm kidding. Okay. How I think, about wait, I think, okay, this could be literally first, first date. You notice if their phone is on the table and it's facing down. Okay. I agree with that, but I will say, like, do you think there's an Just element of like, politeness? Okay. Just put it away. You think put it away. I was going to say, because 
I go back and forth with the phone down. I do think it can be sketchy, but I'm also like, he's not on first date with you. Like he probably doesn't want his phone like just going off every five seconds. Like it's why is his phone going it's, off every five seconds? You got other bitches in you group up? chats. Well, yeah, but who cares? <laughs> it's the first date. Like even if he does, true. You know That's what I mean? True. I think. I think first dates equal marriage. <laughs> okay. But I do agree with you. Then it's like, just put it away. Yeah, just put like, it away. Don't have it going off. Yeah. You know what I do think is sketchy though? What? If you notice that his phone is on airplane mode. Anytime. Not the first moon, date, airplane? Like. Or both. Bo- either, either. 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 Do not disturb or airplane. And like, you might have to be a little like creepy to notice it because you have to kind of like peer over. But you can usually see like either the little yeah. moon or like the airplane emoji pretty fast. It doesn't matter if you're on the first date or the 50th date or if you've been married to him for 25 years. Like there is there is something sketchy going yeah. on. If he has an airplane mode or like the little moon emoji, like he wants it set up so that he's not receiving texts or calls. And there's a reason why. I think that's like such a red flag. I think if it's on airplane mode, that's like a serious red flag. Blue moon or whatever it's called. Is that what it's called? Blue moon? The moon. The moon. Do not disturb. Whatever moon. Um... There are some psychopaths, though, that just have that on all the time. Oh, I did for a while. I didn't know I turned it on, though. <laughs> People were like, why do I have to call you twice to get connected? I was like, I don't know. And then I realized I was yeah. like, do not disturb for six months. Were you? Yeah, I didn't. Someone told, because I was like, why does my phone, like, it's broken. People have to call me twice to get through. And someone was like, you're an idiot. Like, you're on do not disturb. I was that's like, so I did funny. not know. But I do agree with you. I think airplane mode is like, that's like serial killer. Yeah. Like, that's next level. What if you go on a date with a guy? And you hit it off with him and you're like, all right, like he's kind of cute. Maybe I'll pursue a second date. And then you realize that he's on TikTok and he is posting on TikTok, like consistently. Oh God. Consistently. Oh my God. I'm the biggest hypocrite because we're on TikTok, but no. But I'm sorry. This is just one of those, I'm going to be a little like sexist. Like it's just different. I feel it's like a guy, different. he's posting consistently and it's not just like a funny like, are we talking like Josh Richards? Like, like doing like bits and like dancing and like, like thirst traps? There's a very specific like niche area of TikTok that I think I'd be comfortable with a guy posting on. Maybe like a super funny, like almost satirical type video. Even that's a little ick ish yeah no i i like my men mysterious on social media i, I think, like the post like once a quarter once a year yeah, kind of guy yeah like you're wondering like i he don't never want, really has an instagram story up yeah or yeah. if he does like he's only reposting your stories. yes yes exactly <laughs> that's what i like i don't like guys that are like out and about on tiktok like this is gonna no. sound so hypocritical but i understand that there's a lot of men who have made a career for themselves on tiktok we just talked about bryce hall josh rickard blah, blah, blah. Josh Richards, et cetera. Did I call him Part Richardson? Part of me is like, if I got into a relationship <laughs> with a man and he was like, social media was his thing. Like he had a successful TikTok career. He had 2 million followers already. I feel like I'd almost have less of a problem with that than I would with a guy who's like trying to make it as a TikToker currently and like isn't there yet. Which is so You want to be shooting with him in the gym? I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just think that there's some level of like, I don't know if it's embarrassing. This, it's so hypocritical because like how would he get there? Without? I don't I don't think I'm sorry. I don't think I could do it. I don't think I could date a TikToker period even if they had 2 million because I the amount of cringe I feel when I try to like I just filmed 
my first ever get ready with me that I'd never posted because I it's just something about <laughs> it is so cringy it's to me and I'm just picturing like I'm picturing mystery man like in the bathroom or wherever with his phone up yes and like I can't like yeah, I'm sorry this is. is gonna offend people but like I can't like that mental image of mystery man filming a tiktok makes me want to throw up I agree with you I think you know what it is it goes back to like the same type of guy that posts like pose photos on instagram why does it bother me so much because I know what goes into it. I know how crazy yes. it is. So seeing that. So like, why is he subjecting when, himself so to that? I think when a guy sees a girl's TikTok video, he, I mean, he probably thinks it's cringy anyways, but let's say he doesn't like, it's because he probably doesn't know what goes into them. So he's like, oh, like this is a good video. But I think as a girl knowing what goes into them, seeing a guy post like a get ready with me, like knowing that he's like, all right, I'm going to run over there, stop the camera. Yeah, put, ew, put like a different ew, pair of pants on. I like, can't. It's so embarrassing. Because like, let me pretend know. I just woke up. Yeah, no. Let me like, let me like, put the camera on and record me getting into bed, knowing I'm about to get out and like, turn the camera <laughs> I off. Can't. Like, I think knowing the information, it's like ruined it for me. Yeah. But like, I will say the one type of TikTok, like if I could do it, like a Kevin Cooney, I think he's funny, right? Like he gets on there, like he makes a <laughs> oh, little fuck. joke. Like Kevin, we love you. No, I do love Not Kevin, targeted. but I think like his whole like, good morning, bad, beautiful, but that's fun. I see men on TikTok who are doing like day in my life. Like, <laughs> I see... <laughs> Or like the like the a, gym guys. I can't like a welcome to a day. <laughs> welcome to a day in my okay. life in Boston. So like, this isn't a red flag. This is just an ick. I'm, it's an it's ick. An it's ick. not a red flag. I'm sorry. But I'm I feel like, passionate people, about this ick. I'm, and here's the thing. Not every girl agrees with us. Like there are girls who are fine with that and that's okay. And this isn't like, I respect Get that. your coin, sis. I feel like an asshole because we get on this podcast and we're telling girls, <laughs> we're like, put yourself out there. Who cares what people think? And then to guys, we're like, don't do it. If you want to do it as a guy, do it, right? Like, there's a part of me that's but like, I just oh, won't date you. Yeah, like, <laughs> but do it. Like, I, I will I will say I respect people who put themselves out there. I will say that. Nothing is worse than someone who's like, yeah, it takes a lot. It takes a lot of commenting on people's confidence. videos and like being an asshole and like, you know, trolling people, but they never show their face online. So anyone that's like willing to put themselves out there on social media, I do respect. I just, there's a, there's a level of like, I'd be a little cringed out if I saw like the guy I want to date with last night is like the next day he's like get ready with me <laughs> okay what's another one um okay are we like still first date era or well, like, like any, later on you're like you're talking to someone just like x it could be like social media x like physically on the date it could be like a month or two in like, I think if he just like not like long we're not talking long-term relationships I okay guess. if he doesn't compliment you at all, whether it's in person or like over social media, like he can't toss you like a heart eyes emoji on your story. Like nothing. But you see him like all up in someone else's pictures or comments or whatever. Yeah. Like where's, where's, I, I need my ego boosted. And if you can't do that for me, that won't work. Yeah, that's a great point. Because I don't have very high confidence. I need you to I need, boost it. I need that. And that's a me problem, but that's just something like I personally would not be okay with. Yeah. I, I'm very passionate that if a man doesn't compliment you in like the first few months, like he's never going to. Yeah. I feel like some people just have it and some people don't. So yeah, I feel like it can go to love languages too. Like some yeah. people, it's just not like words of affirmation. Some people need it and some people don't. But I think, yeah, if he's not complimenting you at all in the beginning, like he's probably never going to. And if you're okay with that, like he could be a great guy, then that's fine. But I do think that... <laughs> I think of I think all of us need a little love. Like if I'm gonna put yeah. a bunch of effort into getting ready, like I just want to be better told, notice. I don't need to be told I look beautiful or gorgeous. I need to be told 
you look nice. Like, yeah, well, that's fine. I'll move on. I'll be happy. Um, okay. He gets shit faced on dates one through three. Not, is that a not, red flag or an ick? Is what I think one? it's a red flag. Like, okay, first dates are scary. People get nervous. Sometimes they drink too much. I get that. I will give you a pass. Like, if you get a little drunk, and I'm not talking blackout, but like you get like kind of tipsy or a little too drunk on the first date because you're nervous, like I might give you another chance. But if you are showing up to that second date and you get like bombed, like I'm sorry, like you have a drinking problem. Like that's <laughs> like run for the hills. I feel like there's no coming back. From yeah, that. I think for me it's definitely situational because I feel like if I've and I'll preface this, I've never been on one of these dates because I don't. I've never really gone on dates, but I've heard of girls, like heard of friends that have gone on dates. You think you're gonna go in for two hours, maybe three tops, but they end up going on like a six hour long date because they're just having like the best time ever. True. If you're like past the dinner stage and then like you guys are just like going out and like you end up ha- getting and drunk and get like drunk. yeah, that's yeah, like different. that's different. That's okay. But I think if like you're there for a two hour dinner and, and they're like, like hammered by the end of it, like blackout drunk, and you're do, fine. do you think that happens? Yes, Has it that does. happens. It happens. That's. Just, I mean, I'm a hypocrite, but maybe that's just a double standard again. Because like, I definitely got drunk. Well, we talk about this man. though. <laughs> women. It's another thing. I think women. We talked about this like a. I think like a year ago. Like, there's some like weird double standard where I feel like a girl can kind of like low key get hammered on a date, and a guy won't think she's like unattractive after. But if a guy does it, it might be a little unattractive, like on a first date. True. I don't know what it is, but you just, you were nervous. You didn't do it on the second. I think if like he's showing up to the first three dates and every single time yeah. he's blackout. And like you said, it's like a two hour date and somehow he's managing to be shit faced. I think that's a red flag. I think you're not ready to date if that's what's happening. Yeah. Um, I think if he invites you on to do a date at his apartment instead of going to a oh, restaurant a or a bar flag. within the first, like I would say three to five dates. I think that's a red flag. Even if yeah. you went on one date with him and like the second date he's like, come to my place, red flag. I think that's yeah. weird. Like, I don't know you, bro. We're not in college where we like all know each other. I don't know if you're a serial killer. It's not even a red flag. It's terrifying. Like, don't, don't go. <laughs> I think not. Uh, I feel like I'm playing devil's advocate. And again, don't have experience with this. I definitely have had experience of guys asking me to come over as a date and I turn it down immediately because I think it depends on like what their intentions are. I think if they're like, oh, do you want to come over and watch a movie? No, go freaking kick rocks. But if they're like wanting to like cook you dinner. But that's still sketchy because you you think? Yes. Think about how many horror stories we've seen in the news where it's like, oh, girl goes to a guy's like house and gets murdered. Okay, what if it was like a mutual friend? Okay, that's different. Is that different? If you like, know the person. Like, safety aside, like if you know that like this person isn't a serial killer, like I, I get like some people are like, oh no, like he just wants to sleep with you. Like that's like his intention. But like, I yeah, think there I are times <laughs> where it's that's like okay. he wants to cook you dinner. Yeah. I do, I do and, like, low agree key. that there is an element of like, it could be sweet for him to cook you dinner. Like maybe Brad so, has a sick Southie rooftop on his apartment. He wants to ugh. cook you dinner and take you up to the rooftop, watch the sunset and drink some know. rose. Here's the thing. Sounds sure, great. It sounds great. But like, does Brad, Brad doesn't even know if he likes me yet, right? So it's like, why does he want to invite me over and cook me dinner? That's lazy. But no, because he wants to get in your pants. Like, uh, that's, I'm maybe. sorry. Or he wants to kill you. There's two <laughs> options. He either wants to kill you or he wants to get in your pants. And there's, I'm, I'm sorry. I just, uh, I have to be passionate about this one. Only because. I love it. It's just, it's too easy. Like the girl's in your apartment and then you're like, it's just, even if he's the best guy in the world, it's like, you're just you're putting yourself in a situation where like, let's say you don't know this guy. So you don't know if he's the best guy in the world. And I just think you have to be careful. And there's something chivalrous about 
going on a date, taking a girl out, holding the door for her, like getting her a drink, getting Wine to know dine. her. And then being like, this was a great date. Call, like she calls an Uber. You make sure she gets into the Uber safe. And you're like, hey, I'll text you tomorrow. Like, yeah, there's just something about that, that like that shows so much character. And I feel like if his first move is to invite me over, even if his intentions aren't to do anything, it's like the fact that the option is there. Okay. Maybe I'm naive. I don't, I don't you're know. right. No, it's, I don't know. Thinking about my future daughter, if she ever accepted that as a day, I'd be like, you dumb bitch, no. <laughs> <laughs> dumb bitch, no. But the thing is, is like in college, that would be super normal. Like a guy being like, True. hey, like let's hang out because no one has any money and there's like, you're not gonna like go out to a restaurant because you're in college. So I think like when you graduate, like it's so easy to, like I know I fell into that like before where you're kind of like, wait, is this normal to just like, if someone invites you over, like is that normal? But I don't think, I don't think I've ever gone on a first date to someone's apartment. Yeah. Just red flag. Don't do it. Um, Okay. The last one I have, if he spends the whole day either talking about himself and like, doesn't ask you any questions Mm -hmm. or if he brings up his ex, like one too many times, I think those are both just like, no. (laughs) Okay. Is this like, I, I, I agree. The talking about himself and not asking about you, he's a narcissist and you need to run. Run. Like literally run. Like if he's giving him. you like an overview of his entire life story. And he, he knows nothing you about you. Anything. That is like, he will never change. Yeah. That's bad. The ex thing is such a slippery slope. I feel True. like you should not bring up your ex until you are, I mean, I'm not even going to put a number on it, but like you should be several dates in and like actually starting to determine like, could I see a future with this person? Yeah. Because the first few dates from what I hear, like you're just getting to know each other. True. Like, like why do you need to know their in-depth dating history? Yes. Like, and I get some people could argue like, no, like I don't want to waste time. Like I want to get to the nitty gritty details and like True. dates two or three. Like I don't want to waste time. Like I don't want to wait until date seven and find out this guy has severe um, whatever issues. Right. And then I just wasted two months dating this guy. True. I think that's that's a really good point. It's a happy medium. It's tough. But I think like how often are they bringing up their ex? Because that signals they're not over their ex or they're not over the the trauma that their ex caused. I completely agree. I I also say this as like a hypocrite because I feel like if I'm on a date, I'm like, I want to know everything about them. I'm like, when was your last relationship? When did you get out of it? What was her name? Like, I think if, if, if you're like in... If you're in a setting and it, you again, you can't put a number on it, right? Because if you're like at at a bar, getting drinks with a guy, and you're like really vibing with them, and it just kind of comes up like your dating history, and he's like, "Oh yeah, like I got a relationship a few months ago," and you're like, "Yeah, me too." I think that's fine. Like, there's yeah, nothing that's wrong with normal. that. It's like if he brings up his ex more than once, or if he like makes it a point to be like talking about her, talk or shit if about he's her, talking shit about her, yeah. and he's like, "My ex girlfriend was such a bitch," and like, blah blah blah, she sucked. Like, I just had nothing in common with her, and then it's like again, he's like. Yeah, and then she just like she really like this or that, and he's like just talking so much shit. It's like he's not yeah. over her, and that's like fairly obvious at that point. I just feel like you have to watch out for that one because it's like we all want to be the girl that we're like, well, he like really seems to hate his ex, and like he seems to be really into me, and it's like meanwhile he's still in love with her, and he's using like if you his to try ex to get over her. slithered back in, he'd drop you in a second. Yeah, and he's using you to try to get over her, so like yeah. you just you got to run in that situation. Oh but, man! All right, there are just so many more, but I don't. We don't have time for anything. Let us else. know, guys, if you want a part two, because really, we could dive into. We could this. talk about this for fifteen thousand hours. I agree. But happy hunting, everyone! <laughs> happy spring! <laughs> happy spring! Spring is sprung. 
follow us on Instagram, guys. It's at drinksafterwork underscore. Follow us on TikTok. It's at drinksafterwork, no underscore. And if you're a girl in the Boston area looking, looking to, to make, make new, new friends. friends, looking for fun things to do, join, join our, our private, private Facebook, Facebook group. group. It's drinksafterwork-bostonbaddies. Or you can just go to our Instagram, go to the Hoobie link in our bio and click become a Boston baddie. And we will see you guys next week. We love you so much. Goodbye. Bye.